This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida, and for those that have tuned in for any amount of time, know that the primary purpose and and uh, objective behind our Small Biz Florida podcast platform here was to provide information about assistance and resources available to small business owners during times of disaster. Um, as everyone knows, the West Coast is recovering from Hurricane Ian. Um, more pictures, more photographs, more stories, of course, are coming in every day of the devastating destruction. Uh, but uh, small business owners are resilient and uh, there will be business again uh, on the West Coast. And one of the primary reasons there will there will always be business uh, after a disaster is because of our very good friends and partners at the SBA. And we have our very good friend and partner uh, Mrs. Courtney Smith, uh, Public Affairs Specialist, with us again today on Small Biz Florida to provide us uh, some updated information regarding assistance programs and um, updates on uh, what the SBA has been up to on the West Coast. Courtney, uh, again, thank you so much for taking time out to be with us uh, on Small Biz Florida and, and share information. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me again. Thank you, ma'am. So, um, I guess um, we'll we'll get right into the, the to the numbers. Um, what uh, what is happening on the West Coast in terms of of SBA assistance and support? Uh, we know that uh, BRC's business recovery centers are up and running. Kind of mm-hmm. kind of tell us where we are with the number of BRCs and have you added any new centers at this point? Yes. So um, as of close of business yesterday, which was October twentieth. Uh, there is over $170 million approved for disaster survivors, uh, of course, recovering after uh, Hurricane Ian. So, of course, that number increases every day as applications are received and applications are processed. That number continues to increase. But again, as of yesterday, we're at over $170 million. And from the first um, podcast to this segment, we have actually added two business recovery centers. Um, and those centers, of course, are in various um, of the primary Uh, declared counties here in Florida. So we've gone from five centers to seven centers. And then, of course, these business recovery centers, uh, these are uh, places where individuals can go, survivors can go and actually apply for assistance, you know, receive that one-on-one assistance and actually have the application completed and submitted for them by a customer service representative. So seven centers, over 170 million, and those numbers, again, are increasing. And, of course, more centers are being added. Okay. Uh, uh, great. Uh, appreciate the update. That's uh, incredible information. Um, let's um, let's break that 170 million down just a little bit. We don't have to do it, um, you know, by dollars, but let's break it down. There are three 
assistance programs available. Is that correct? Yes, there are three assistance okay. programs available. Um, of course, you have, you have the um, program for the homeowners and renters. That's going to be the home physical, uh, physical damage um, disaster loan. And then for the business owners, you have the business physical damage loan. And then also for the businesses, you have the economic injury. And so those are the three disaster loan programs. And again, as of yesterday, $163 million have been approved for homeowners and renters. Um, a little over $4 million has been approved for the business owners um, and the business as far as the business physical disaster loans are concerned. And then economic injury, which are basically our working capital loans, a little over $2 million has been wow. approved as of yesterday. So obviously the biggest chunk to homeowners, but wow, I mean, those are big numbers for uh, small business owners and operators. Uh, for, I think you said $4 million for the physical damage and that, what did you, you said $2 million for the economic injury? Mm -hmm. Over two million yep. for economic injury and a little over four million for business. All right, so six to seven million dollars for small business owners and operators on the West Coast. Correct. Courtney, I, I just listen. All I can say is thank you. Thank you to to your uh, team and um, counterparts at the SBA for that assistance, and and that is incredible. Already seven million dollars uh, on the streets uh, to support and assist small business owners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And we are definitely working tirelessly to, of course, get the information out to encourage those individuals to visit, you know, either the BRCs, which are business recovery centers or the DRCs, which are disaster recovery centers, because they definitely have more than one option. But if you okay. visit both of those centers, you know, SBA representatives are at both of those centers. OK. And I guess, uh, Courtney, at this point, um, you know, $7 million on the streets for small business owners, I guess maybe, uh, you know, a question is, why should, why should that business or homeowner apply uh, for SBA assistance? Um, so for, man, a multiplicity of reasons. Um, of course, again, during times of disaster, SBA, Office of Disaster Assistance, they are there to provide this assistance to the homeowners and the renters and the business owners and the nonprofits, of course, in the form of these low interest disaster loans. Now, SBA can help you not only build back stronger, but also smarter. So one may ask, well, how is this accomplished? How is this so? Well, this is through mitigation. So again, we know Floridians are beginning to rebuild um, you know, following this disaster, but this is a good time. And this is definitely what we've been informing them of, that this is a good time to consider mitigation in their reconstruction plans. Um, of course, SBA funds for mitigation improvements, this is an affordable way to finance, which of course allows you to improve your resiliency. Um, with mitigation, you know, individuals often ask, okay, well, how much, you know, can I receive? SBA can increase a loan by as much as 20% of their physical damages, of course, as they are verified by SBA for mitigation purposes. Um, we also have questions such as, OK, I know this is how much you know I could possibly receive as much as 20 percent. Um, but what what improvements? And so eligible mitigation improvements, they include um, improvements such as a safe room, a storm shelter, a sump pump, uh, elevation, retaining walls, even landscaping to help to protect their property from future damages, you know, caused by a similar disaster. And so again, a lot of times individuals or survivors are not aware that they can, you know, make improvements uh, right. that would you know, prevent more damage or, you know, the same type of damage for future uh, disasters. So that's just one way, um, a one perk um, of the program and why individuals should apply for SBA assistance. Um, other reasons is there's no cost to apply. 
It only costs you a few minutes of your time. And again, you, you have the option to apply online, which most individuals, uh, they definitely prefer to do that. But if you're someone who, you know, you say during these times, just because of this disaster, we don't have Internet access. Um, you know, um, I definitely need to visit a center you know, where I can receive that one-on-one -on -one assistance, where someone is actually completing that application for me. They're also able to answer all of my questions. We are strongly urging and encouraging, not just the business owners, but the homeowners and the renters as well, to visit these centers. Because again, no cost to apply, just a few minutes of your time. Also, there is no obligation to accept the loan. So in the event that you are approved, um, you actually have a little time, you actually have a few months to even decide if you wanna accept the loan. I actually met an applicant yesterday who mentioned that, well, I'm still waiting on insurance. You know, I don't really know how much insurance uh, will award me. I don't really know, you know, how long it will take for a decision to be made. You know, should I apply? Should I wait? And we definitely encourage the survivors do not wait for insurance because while you're right. waiting on insurance, you could have submitted an application from SBA. So you definitely want to, you know, of course, submit those as soon as possible because they, they are being processed as they are being received. And so if you submit that application while SBA is processing your application and making that determination, you're still waiting on insurance. But while you're waiting, SBA can take that, that information, process your application. And of course, if you are awarded, you can start, you know, immediately use those funds to begin rebuilding and repairing. And let's say two weeks, you know, after you've been approved by SBA, you can literally take those funds from insurance and pay down the loan or pay off the loan. You know, you definitely have the option uh, to do that. Um, also, a lot of individuals we have discovered, they're a little concerned about interest rates. Um, and so, again, we know that those interest rates are fixed. So you don't have to worry about that changing over the life of the loan. Of course, the terms, 30 year repayment terms, you know, which which is great news, you know, for survivors during this time. Also, um, another great advantage is there is a five month deferment. So your first payment is not even due until the, the fifth month after the date of the signed promissory note. So when you, whatever date, you know, you signed that promissory note, your first payment is not even due until five months later. Um, and so of course, individuals, and some of them already have, you know, um, um, previous SBA loans. So this is great news for them. Um, also, if loans are 25,000 or less, there is no collateral needed, no, no collateral required. Collateral is only required if the loans are above $25,000. Um, again, mentioning or, or going back to the insurance, um, let's say, again, you know, you've approved for SBA loan, um, you begin to use the funds, insurance, um, you know, insurance comes through maybe three weeks later, and you say, you know what, I want to pay off the $50,000 that I was awarded by SBA. You can do that. There is no prepayment penalty, no prepayment penalty whatsoever. So if you have those insurance funds and you want to use it to pay down or pay off the loan, you can do that, and you don't have to worry about being penalized for making those payments early. Um, the only thing that SBA will not do concerning insurance is there will be no duplication of benefits, meaning let's say your property, um, of course, you suffer $250,000 in damages. The insurance awards you $200,000. Then SBA can only consider you for that remaining $50,000 because that's the amount that is needed to make you whole. OK. And so, again, um, that's pretty much how that works with insurance. But, you know, these loans are for the underinsured as well as the uninsured. So if you didn't have insurance, apply. If you did have insurance, apply. Um, and so these are, I mean, this is just, you know, awesome um, program for these disaster survivors in times of disasters. And those are just a few of the perks of the program. Right. So let's see. I was taking I was taking some quick notes. So and I which I didn't realize, which is a great point. So basically what you're saying is if the damage to my building um, 
you know, was was fifty thousand dollars. I can borrow uh, fifty plus twenty percent of fifty uh, to make improvements once I do make the repairs to the building. Did I that get that right? Correct. Okay, that is right. correct. So, for example, about forty five dollars a month will pay for a ten thousand dollar mitigation project. Wow, nice. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, I um, you know there there's no fees to apply. Um, no, it's simply that application. Um, right. it, if you if you do receive some insurance money, there's no prepayment penalties. You could immediately take the insurance and begin to repay the loan or pay the loan off. Um, correct. As you mentioned, all SBA loans usually have very good terms, but in this in this situation, I think did did you say it's a thirty year amortization on the loan, or did you up to thirty year repayment up, terms? Okay, okay up to thirty years so, repayment terms. So so good, reasonable terms. Um, correct. There's a five month deferment on payments. Correct. Um, and if the loan is twenty five thousand dollars or less, there's no collateral, and that and your interest rate, which again um, is concerning today with interest rates rising, but this is once once you get this loan, it is a fixed interest rate. This is not an adjustable rate. That is correct. And for the businesses, okay. that rate is as low as three point zero four percent. Just to reiterate, for the nonprofit organizations, one point eight seven five percent, and then for the homeowners and renters, um, that interest rate is two point one eight eight percent. All right. And this uh, is Courtney, again, I think, you've, uh, I think you made a great case uh, for why folks should take advantage of this. We obviously would never advise a business to, to take on debt uh, if it's not necessary. But, mm -hmm. but I think in times of disaster, you're trying to rebuild, you're trying to get reopened. You, you've got, you know, you need, um, you know, access to cash to get these repairs made. I just, I think this obviously uh, is the safest, most reasonable way to go access that capital uh, to get those repairs made and get the business reopened. And and again, if if insurance, uh, once you do receive your insurance, then you can actually you you could pay the loan down, pay it off. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Um. So, what are you hearing? Um. From the uh, the area, uh, Courtney, what are you hearing from from those hard hit counties, Lee, Charlotte? Um, you've got um, you've actually got SBA customer service representatives on on the street in these BRCs. Um, there's they're able to service the the um, the volume of, of requests. There you know there's no lines at these BRCs. I mean, what are you hearing in terms of of logistically helping? Uh, mm -hmm. and servicing the folks? Well, of course, because so many people have been impacted, um, and especially in some of the hardest hit counties, and Lee County being one of those counties. And of course, you know, the centers are open. Most of the centers are open seven days a week. Um, and so, you know, that's great for the individuals who, you know, of course, still have to go to work. And maybe, you know, maybe they're only available, they're only able to visit a center, you know, on the weekend. So in those hardest hit counties, then of course, there may be a line but the great thing about that is for the physical damage disaster deadline, as of now, it is November 28th. You know, so you still have time. And that's actually what I experienced yesterday after speaking with an applicant. They visited a center in Lee County. Um, and of course, they said, you know, Miss Smith, the line was was so long um, mm -hmm. and I just decided to come back. But, you know, they didn't know at the time that the centers would be open on the weekends. 
And okay. so, of course, you know, I just, of course, reminded them that, hey, you know, if you're not able to visit through the week or you're, you know, you're coming during your lunch break or, you know, a lot of people, they lost their cars. So they're right. having to borrow, you know, or, or you know, figure out a way to, um, you know, get to the centers. Then, of course, that weekend, you know, you visiting the center on a weekend may be a better option for you. But again, mm-hmm. we have currently seven centers. Um, they are in Collier County, Hardy County, Hillsborough County, County, I'm sorry, Lee County and Sarasota County. So again, individuals have quite, and Seminole County. Um, So individuals, they have quite a few options. And I know in Lee County, which is one of the hardest hit counties, we actually have two business recovery centers. Um, So again, right now it's just, you know, the long lines and individuals, the the greatest concern here is is transportation. You know, them not having um, a means of getting to the centers. But, you know, of course those centers are not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, And again, they're open seven days a week and some are open, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours. Okay. Um, How does one go online and find out some more about all that we've talked about today? So they can actually visit um, um, disasterloanassistance.sba.gov. That's also an option to apply because, again, we have several individuals who, you know, say, well, I've been through this before. I actually already have an SBA loan. Can I just, you know, I don't really want to have to go to a center. Is that my only option? No, that is not your only option. You can actually go online. Um, and then also, because FEMA establishes centers, as well as SBA, their centers are referred to as disaster recovery centers or DRCs. Our centers established by the SBA, those are referred to as business recovery centers. So you could actually go to FEMA's website. Um, and find out where all of the disaster recovery centers are located. Because again, there are SBA representatives also present at those disaster recovery centers. Or you can go to SBA's website, SBA, also SBA.gov, um, and of course, search uh, for the disaster. And then, of course, there is, I think there's a locator tool. Um, and then, of course, it will provide you those locations in the various counties. Okay. All right. And give me that website one more time, the disaster loan assistance Right. So disaster loan assistance.sba.gov. All right. And again, that is one of the other uh, ways that you can okay. apply for the SBA okay. assistance. Well, and I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad you cleared that up too. So that does now that makes sense to me. DRCs are the FEMA centers, BRCs are the SBA centers, but there are SBA representatives embedded and deployed at the DRCs. So you, you've got multiple DRCs, you've got multiple uh, BRCs, and you can apply right. online. That's correct. And I, and okay. I do believe as far as the DRCs are concerned, there's uh, around, I think, 15 um, okay. of the DRCs, so a few more DRCs. But yeah, the BRCs, you're going to have SBA representatives only at the okay. BRCs because those okay. are established by the SBA. All right. And of course, I think it's worth noting that the Florida SBDC, Small Business Development Center, there are three what we call MAC units, MACs, Multiple as, uh, Mobile Assistance Centers. Uh, there are three of those uh, deployed uh, throughout the disaster area. And I think uh, those are kind of on the move sometimes to respond um, to areas that, that um, uh, you know, where there's some volume of folks needing assistance. So those are on the move, but those are also uh, in the area and hard to miss those uh, MAC units. They uh, big SBDC logos on the side of those, those motorhomes. So um, you can always uh, find one of those and I, you can go to the, the uh, Florida SBDC.org site and uh, there's a banner there that, of disaster. You can click on that and get information there, too, about the loans and, and about the location of the, the BRCs and the MACs. 
So, um, Courtney, uh, again, just thank goodness for the SBA. Really appreciative of all that the SBA is doing in times of disaster and certainly right now following Ian. Yes, and we're so glad that we can be here to help in their road to um, just recovery. So, yep. And listen, I, again, as 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 I've said before, I, I thank you for for uh, you know sharing the information with us, sharing your time here on Small Biz Florida. As you know, if we've talked, uh, this the whole purpose behind developing this platform uh, was to was to ensure that we had a way to. Uh, quickly get information in times of disaster to small business owners. So we appreciate you uh, using and leveraging this platform. And again, thank you guys for having us and just helping us to disseminate this information in all of the counties affected by the storm. All right. Uh, it is our very good friend and uh, partner, uh, Courtney Smith with the SBA uh, updates on what is occurring on the ground uh, on the West Coast following Hurricane Ian in terms of uh, business assistance and resources to help our small business owners and operators uh, get back uh, to biz. So um, thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. Thank you. So with that, uh, we'll bring to close this uh, update segment uh, regarding Hurricane Ian assistance. Uh, stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna stay in touch with the SBA. Stay in touch with our folks at um, at the SBDC, uh, and we will continue to provide you current and updated information about all that is available to assist the small business community uh, in those areas affected by Hurricane Ian. Um, this is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.